0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at SuperTalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. It's a late evening here. We're we're up, we're up past, well, I don't know about you. It's, you know, we're getting close to my bedtime. I'm 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 an old man, Joel. I don't you know, I don't I can't stay out all night like I used to. You don't stay out all night. You just you stay up all night. You're you're a night owl. Yeah, I I am because I mean if it's I your, want
1: any solid, any, any whatsoever, that's, yeah. that's all I can do. See, I
0: get a little of that in the morning, so i, I I'm not that bad for me. But what I'm trying to say is that if I wanted to stay awake, well, I probably need to head over to Strange Brew Coffee House and, and give myself a little a little boost. And you should do that too. Hey, strange Strange Brew, it's, and it's not just you know coffee there, man. You can that's a breakfast place. They got all sorts of fresh baked stuff. All the time, they're always making lots of cool things. And if you've got a big celebration coming up, man, they'll bake you a cake. Just all you got to do is ask. Yeah. And if you want something quick for lunch, they got sandwiches I and mean, they got and it all got... yeah. Especially at the Midtown location, they got a lot of that cool stuff in there. So check them out. It's not just coffee. It's not just ice cream over at Churn and Spoon. A lot of great items are, are for sale at Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner's got great items for sale. That that shirt is is sweet. Did it come from College Corner? Yes. I like it. I like it very much. That's very. That's a very cool Mississippi State baseball show. I, I, he's he's homering it up, y'all. Hey. It's all right. I mean. It's, it's cool. It's everyone cool. knows where. But it's but got the, the old school batting bulldog. I, I like it. And those are the kind of stuff that's, I mean, when you've got the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi, well, that's the kind of stuff you can find. So why don't you give them a look at college sto- collegecornerstore.com, or you can uh, shop either of their two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Feet, Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Got one more weekend of non conference, and then two weeks from right about now, we're going to start talking about Mississippi State Arkansas and and, and that huge series against probably a, maybe a top two, top three teams in the country. Don't you come up here. Don't you do it. And that ratty thing, <laughs> put a new shirt on your back. Did you see we got a tweet tonight? Yep. It's, Did a you see it? it's a plague. It's a plague.
1: 16 year old shirt. Shout out, Big Dave. But yeah, it was, uh, I think he
0: said he's two for two now. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a I good thing it. or a bad thing because states two for two on these wins, but I'm a, I'm a side on that they were did not connect it with things. I will say like if
1: if if it was the same person, and hopefully it's not because that means you wore the same shirt two days in a row. Right. But like if you did, and and you got two shutouts with it, mm-hmm. you might want to wear it Friday.
0: Well, here's the thing though: how on earth can that shirt be your lucky shirt? It's a good question. You know, um, trying it's to think like, of them away. It's like this is my lucky rabbit's foot. I found it the day my wife left me. Now I guess I could be a lucky rabbit's foot. I don't know your it's marital kind of like the situations. reverse jinx thing. Maybe, of? maybe so. I don't know. I'm, I say make it easy on yourself. Head to College Corner and buy a new shirt. Yes. All right, Joel and I. We have some bad news. We still have not made it to Humble Taco together. We're going to make that happen, but maybe this weekend. Well, maybe. the good news is Brian, you and I both live here. Yeah, that's true. Which maybe, means there is maybe this weekend we need to go to Humble Taco before the Saturday baseball game. It depends. Or after. Maybe after. Maybe after. All right. It's not me. I just want to point out, by the way, that I invited the man to lunch, and it's not happening. So it's not my fault. I want to point that out again for the record. Yeah. For the record. Yeah. We're on the record now. But when we go, we got a lot of great stuff to eat. I could do some splaining, but now, I- I'll leave it there. You just leave, leave it there. right there. I'll so leave it there. I know you're a man with a lot of responsibility, but you still got to eat. That's all I'm saying. So, when we head over there, we're gonna take a look at the menu tacos. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine handmade tacos, all manner and variety of toppings: pork, burger, chicken, steak, fish, and of course some veggie stuff too. This, you're a simple man. You, I'm gonna tell you, uh, uh, this is a uh, menu item that, it just you know, you talk about being a simple guy. You like simple things. The walking taco. All right, ground beef. Black beans, charred peppers and onions, chili sauce, queso, pico de gallo, a lime crema, and it's served in a bag of Fritos. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really good. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not gonna I lie. I mean, it's just a
0: simple, delicious thing right there. They've got all sorts of cool stuff all over the menu, just like that. Not just on the food menu, but on the drink menu, on the dessert menu as well. So check them out. Humble Taco, Miss Starville's newest. Mexican Restaurant is its best one. All right. Joel, the zeros are piling up for Mississippi State baseball. More donuts over there than we got at Shipley's. You're not wrong. (laughs) Mississippi State, three straight shutouts, two this week. Uh three this week, because Sunday would... Yeah, I guess, you know, if you're one of those people. (laughs) I am not a Sunday is the first day of the week kind of guy. It's
1: still like weekend,
0: so yeah. Uh, Sunday is the final day of the week. I don't care what... on your calendar. I don't care what the calendar says. I don't care what the government says. I don't care. I mean, if God wants to come down and tell me I'm wrong, I'll listen. But other than that, Sunday is the last day of the week. (laughs) Period. (laughs) If you hit on one of my pet peeves. So two shutouts this week. Mississippi State dominates uh, Grambling ten nothing, and then against the ULL team, you know ULL team, whatever you want to call them, be careful what you call them. <laughs> but whatever you want to call them, uh, that I think you know is going to be right there in the Sun Belt and in postseason conversation. They usually are. Yeah, State gets a four nothing win, so that's now twenty seven straight. I, and I looked; I was hoping it was more, but uh, Kent State did get runs yeah. in the top of the ninth. So twenty seven straight uh, innings without a run crossing the plate. State uh, Now, nine straight games with double-digit strikeouts, and that's 11 out of 13. And I think I said it, I think Robbie Falkley, it's seven games with 15 or more strikeouts. They had 17 tonight. Preston Johnson and uh, and Landon Sims combined for nine
1: in four innings. The last time State had three straight shutouts, Mama and Papa Mm Haydad were bringing home this big bundle of joy. And they said, you know what? We'll
0: might have been doing that for my, my wife. Okay. In 76. You want to know who the coach was? It's was Ron Polk. You want to know what year he was in? His first. <laughs> Mississippi State did something on Wednesday night they have not done since Ron Polk's first season at Mississippi State. That is, I mean, you just said 45 years. That is a long freaking time. Um, and. This is sort of becoming a running theme, and I mentioned it on Twitter. Somebody said something about Preston Johnson. Like, I have no idea who this guy is, but he throws gas. I was like, that is that is just – you just might as well get used to saying that. I don't know who this guy is, but he throws gas. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, he, he pitched last week too and did really well. Yeah, so. well, I mean, yeah, he has. I think he struck out like 10 in four innings. Um, That'll work. Yeah. And then you have Landon Sims who, if we did the math right, of the 40 outs he's recorded, 29 of them are by strikeout. I think that's right. Maybe forty batters faced, because he's only pitched. I think okay. like ten and two something so like that. So he struck out. He's basically striking out almost three quarters of the batters he faces. Yeah, he struck I mean, out six tonight or five tonight. I went down a rabbit hole on. Uh, went
1: down a rabbit hole on Wednesday morning, uh, looking at Mississippi State pitching stats and. Tweeted several of those. Now, of course, those have been updated since Wednesday night's game. But fact of the matter is, there are some incredible numbers yeah. coming out with, with these guys. I mean, like, mostly don't
0: make sense. That if you, if you, I mean, baseball fans would look at these numbers and go, "Not possible." I mean, it
1: really you hear the term "video game numbers" and that yeah. sort of thing. That's what this is playing on rookie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is remarkable what this staff is doing right now. And I mean, Lamont talked about it Wednesday night in his post game press conference too. In that, for a lot of these guys, they've had their first go out there now, and, and the jitters are kind of out of the way a little bit. You think about it, man. I mean, you have to assume these guys are going to improve. Now, look, the competition level is going to jump a little bit, too. True. Um, which is, maybe that you know negates it a little bit. But we have said all along, since I guess since we learned that everybody basically was coming back and Uh, add in the signing class. We've said all along that pitching was the strength of the staff and that it was perhaps the deepest maybe even the best overall pitching staff in Mississippi State history. 13 games in, I haven't seen one darn thing to make me think otherwise. Right. Because to this point the guys that are really doing the worst Mm -hmm. are the guys you thought
0: were maybe the best. McLeod and Sarantola.
1: Coming in. It's it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Houston Harding is a real, real asset for Mississippi State in the midweek. I mean, he 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 is an SEC weekend caliber starter, I think. But State can just throw him out there on a Wednesday. Now, he that may change, as, as we have to see what happens. But right now, I mean, I don't feel like State's going to lose another midweek game. I don't know that. I don't know that they have a really tough one coming up. You know, there's no Governor's Cup this year, but I would take Houston Harding out there with just about anything. I'm Trying to think
1: of their midweeks. I, I, they have. I don't know if Samford's Samford. Any but, but Samford year, is good this year, Samford is traditionally
0: pretty good. They go to the Citadel. Uh, at one point. Um, yeah, that's towards the end of the year. Yes, yeah, it's uh, the week same time they go to South Carolina. Yeah. So, nice. State has got, if I'm looking at this right, a total of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10 pitchers, 9 pitchers, I'm sorry, who have thrown at least an inning with an ERA of 0.00. The team ERA, as of last night, was two point eight three. I it obviously has gone down because you got another nine innings. If you want to do the math on that, they've, they've and a hundred innings pitched. They've given up forty three runs. So well, now it's think, so a hundred and seventeen innings and forty three runs. What's I, that number?
1: Well, hold on a second. I, I believe we have the uh, the most. You recent the updated uh, stats. Overall stats. I okay. Let's see. Ah, uh, thank you, Greg Campbell.
0: Greg Campbell, best in the business.
1: Um. The team
0: ERA is now two six two. Two six two. What's the team batting average against?
1: Uh, the team batting average against is one eighty eight.
0: That's pretty good.
1: That'll work. And strikeouts to innings pitched. Ah, uh, Mississippi State has struck out one hundred and
0: eighty batters over hundred and
1: seventeen innings.
0: That's just that's just sick.
1: I mean, that's that's more than a batter and a half an inning.
0: Yes. Basically, states getting two outs an inning off strikeouts.
1: Getting close to it, yeah.
0: Yeah. And and they're not doing they're not really stretching their pitching staff to do it. This isn't a situation. Remember a couple years back with with Connor Pilkington, he would get strikeouts, but man, he would just run the count up, run the count up. State's just throwing so many guys at this problem, and the problem is, you know, other teams. Look at this week. State has used what this week alone they've in the two midweek games what ten pitchers. Ah. And you would think normally, like wow, that's a lot, but in reality, all of them could throw multiple innings 11 d- 8 yesterday 8 okay. on
1: Tuesday 3 on Wednesday. So 11
0: pitchers all of them are good for multiple innings this weekend because they just didn't throw a ton of pitches I don't think anybody threw more than 30 uh, except for Harding um you know and, and, and you look at the guys who didn't pitch uh, Tepper didn't pitch this week or hasn't pitched yet this week
1: Spencer Price and it's on us I guess for not asking Chris Thompson Spencer Price hadn't pitched
0: since the in like uh, two weeks since he gave up the uh, the home run, right? I think that's right. Yeah, he, he finished out that inning, and then State got the win, and then he hasn't been back in since. So I don't know if that's a lingering mental thing or if he just hasn't. You know, I, length, I was surprised tonight to not see him get the ninth to be totally him honest.
1: not getting a single inning in two weeks leads me to believe. I mean, it may be something minor, but it leads me to believe there's something.
0: Yeah, I agree I, with we
1: that. have not asked Chris Lamona that yet. And uh, the next time we talk to him, which may not be until after Friday's game, if Probably we still so. haven't seen Spencer, yeah. um, if I can remember to ask, yeah. I'll ask.
0: And then, like you said, you know, Eric Santola's ERA is eleven point eight one. McLeod McLeod is two point seven nine, but it feels like it should be higher. Um, I think so, some of, one of his rough outings was a bunch of unearned runs. Yeah, the the two lane game, I think. Um, so yeah, th- we knew this team was strength was going to be on the mound. We we knew that. We said it all all season. We said it coming into the, you know, the the first few games we said it. And yet it feels like we understated it. Yeah, because you're getting contributions
1: from guys that up until the last couple weeks you couldn't even, you know, say their names. Like you didn't know their names. Right. And right. and and like you're just you're just pulling these random guys. It's almost like Chris LaMonis can just sit there with his little magic eight ball or something in the dugout and just shake it and get a name and like, "Yeah, we'll go with him today." Why not? It it almost feels like they're just they're pulling names out of the hat. Like, who, I mean, you, who should we bring in? I mean, you get a guy like, you know, like Xavier Love. It he hadn't pitched a ton yet on weekends and things, but he just comes out there casually throwing ninety six. Yeah, ninety five, ninety six. Batters whatever. hitting
0: one fifty four against him. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, and yeah, the sample size on all of these guys is pretty small. I and mean, the only two guys in double digit innings are Houston Harding and Brandon Smith at this point. You know, and that's obviously a not a great thing when you think about McLeod has started. You know, three games and Sarantola has started two, and neither one of them have double-digit innings pitched. That is an issue. I, I take it back. Fristo is over uh, in double digits as well. He's at thirteen innings pitched. He has nineteen strikeouts, and batters are hitting one nineteen against him.
1: I mean, the fact of the matter is, if this bullpen and this pitching staff—if none of this is fluky at all—and it doesn't look like it is, right? If if you can get Christian McLeod and Eric Sarantola to figure it out, or even beyond that, like if Sarantola doesn't figure it out, and you put Bednar in there, and he's fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. If you can get the guys going on the weekends, the starting pitching, you're going to be
0: tough to beat. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll just say that, yeah. You, you're going to win a whole lot more than you lose. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's just no question about that. So, now is the hitting a little bit of an issue right now? I mean, you could say so. Uh, the team's only hitting two you You've only got one but that guy.
1: was like 260 a, a week or two ago. So, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's let, it's come
0: up. I mean, Hatcher is up to, uh, I think after the night he had two hits. I think he was up in the two sixties. I
1: can look. I got it. You yeah, got right the here. new
0: stats right there. Rowdy uh, Jordan. Let's see. Josh
1: Hatcher is hitting two fifty five now. Yeah. Rowdy Jordan, who was hitting like one eighty a week ago, is now up to two
0: forty one. Right. So you know some things are, are working out there. Tanner Logan Tanner is hitting the ball well. Yeah, he, Hancock, he's actually kind of struggling lately. You know, he's he's cooling down a little bit, but you know that's okay because he's. I mean his. His slugging is still five sixty eight. His ob his on base is four eighty. Walking a ton. Yeah, he, he walks and he's got a couple of um, hit by pitches as well. Cam James is hitting you know around two sixty now. I think two sixty nine. And you think about the, the 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 think about how bad nice. You think about how bad his uh, his first weekend was. Team leader in homers, by the way. You yeah, we had that question the other day. Who's going to lead him in homers it, it, right now? Cam James is the yeah. answer to that question. So. I feel confident the bats will continue to improve. And then if the arms improve, well, then, you know. Somebody, let's put it like this. Somebody uh, in my group of friends, we were trying to plan a little guy's trip. And we we're coming up with dates. And somebody says, what about the last week of June? And I said, nah, I'll be in Omaha. I mean, that's where I believe I'm going to be. I mean, you, be. you have to plan for it. I, I, I can't. I cannot in March... Say definitively, oh, yeah. that I'm not going to be there because right now it feels like I am.
1: Yeah, Katie and I have had the same conversation this about talking about the summer, and it's like, I mean, in June, you July can, is the only month we have. Yeah, Joel. do not plan June. What
0: is this team sort of built in the same mold that that UCLA team that beat Mississippi State was was built in? That you just you know that you're going to the party the of Ameritrade. You have to look ahead. It's going to be. I mean, they have the pitching to win.
1: hmm <laughs> I mean, they do. There's, yeah.
0: there's no doubt about not, it. Not a lot of, I mean, that UCLA team, not a lot of great hitters. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel so like much this
1: Mississippi State team at least has the potential to be a better offensive team than that UCLA team.
0: Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, if you can pitch like this, it doesn't really matter. You know, you can win a lot. When we said that, That's what we said back in, in February. We said this team is going to win 3-1, a lot. That's where they sort of are right this I seven. mean,
1: right now, give, them, give that pitching staff a run and you're three. It, it, they could have scored three runs this week and you're 3-0. Oh. You
0: yeah. Know, it's, two runs this week to be 2-0, oh, Joel. They've only played two oh, games. I did it games. again, didn't I?
1: I did it again. Cool.
0: Yes. Somebody asked me tonight, by the way, they wanted me to record all of my tweets and do my, do my Skip carry impersonation on every tweet. So I will do one. This is for... Uh, for Ryan Pace, let me find my Twitter <laughs> account here. So he I, I, he thought it was great. I, I I don't honestly think it's very good. It's well, well, you're a Braves fan. What did you think of it? I mean, I, I don't think it's out of, out great. Of 10, but I think it's humorous. Out of ten, it's a uh, ten means I am like that guy. He sounds just like him. Do it again, and then I'll. Keep All right. It well, ready. let's pick one here. And grounded to second. No, nah, that's not it. That's not what's not say,
1: that's like four.
0: Yeah. Grounded to second two away. Six at best. So, you know what? I'll take a six. Six is on the on the high side of five. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not a professional impersonationist. Well, I mean, John Hevesy and Brandon Walker, you're pretty good at. Brandon my Brandon Walker and my Hank Hill are exactly they are the very same. well. So, I mean,
1: Brandon Walker and Hank Hill sound alike.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can see Brandon Walker st- standing outside on a wife beater drinking beer. I can yeah. I can just see it. So yeah, I also my uh, my Uncle Vic. It is the same as my Sylvester Croom. Oh, Brian, what what are you doing there, Brian? What you're on the show every day talking bad about Mississippi State? You got, you can't be like that. <laughs> That's they sound exactly the same. It's crazy. So how? Oh, my Croom impression. Your Croom is an eight. It's an eight. It's a solid eight. All right. Thank you. I, I, I'm very proud of my Croom. I have a Stephen Augustine Ellie impression, but it's only uh, three words. And I can't say one of them on the air, but I'll do it after the show. Okay, just for you. Looking forward to that. All right. (laughs) So yeah, this baseball team's fun to watch so far. Looking forward to this series this weekend. Eastern Michigan State's got a pretty. I don't know enough about Eastern Michigan baseball. Have you done some research yet? Uh,
1: I I just know that uh, Ad's a heck of a guy.
0: He's a nice guy, Scott Weatherby. (laughs) I wonder. Surely he'll come down, don't you think? I don't know. I don't. I mean. I would think under normal circumstances the answer would be yes. I don't know good, with yeah. it being everything is. I, I I never think of that until the end. They are four and two on the on the very young season. Their wins are they have two wins over Alabama State. They beat Bellar Bellarmine uh, in two out of three. Also, oh, they played them f- uh, four times and beat. They split the series with them. So this is a team that's lost twice to a school called Bellarmine. Okay. Joel, we have to dig deeper. All right. I need to know more about Bellarmine. Well, that's what we do on the show. They are on. a university in Louisville, Kentucky, a private Catholic university. Well, you I just mean can't that could have been your alma mater? Uh, before financial aid t- tuition is $57,000 a year, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to say no, that could not have been. How many students do they have?
1: I just want to know three
0: thousand nine hundred and seventy-three. So there's probably more kids at Starville High. I just right? want to know what their their record is in baseball if they beat Eastern Michigan. Very good. Uh, their baseball team on the season is this is fun stuff. Thrilling pod. They're three and seven. Okay. But in fairness, they played Louisville the first weekend of the season and got swept. So, so since then they're well, four and three.
1: They no, took three and
0: four. Three and four. They took uh, a split a doubleheader with Eastern Illinois, isn't that where Sean Payton went to school?
1: Uh, I or Tony Romo. Where, I think it's where Matt Stevens went to school.
0: I think you're right. And then uh, they they had to, they split that four game set with uh, Eastern Michigan.
1: Yes, it is Tony Romo too, by the way, because Matt used to always talk about him. And Tony Romo went to the same school. Then
0: they played Eastern Illinois again. That's random. And then they. Uh, They have a three game series this weekend with Kennesaw State, so we'll see how that we'll continue to monitor the Beller Marine Knights and see how they do. Bellarmine, I'm sorry, Bellarmine Knights. That went off on a tangent. Let's move on over. (laughs) I was at Welcome Home Beef today. Uh, they've got some great stuff going on, but the main thing they want to tell you is that, especially living up here in North Mississippi, you need to be hitting up all those shops and buying Welcome Home Beef products because it's just so much easier. You know, you just, you know, you don't have to worry about shipping. You don't have to worry about making any phone calls. You're just going to the grocery store and you're picking up these great steaks, great roasts, and great burgers right there, ready-made. Let's go over those locations one more time. They are in Collinsville at Piggly Wiggly. DeCab, they're at Pilgrim's Pride. They're at the Price Cutter in Pontotoc. In Corinth, they're at Gardner Supermarket. They're at the Piggly Wiggly in Batesville and in Olive Branch. Reed's Market in New Albany and Bahalia. And it vows in Starkville and Louisville. And if I did not list your city, well, you need to call your favorite local grocery store and say, hey, we're missing out here. Let's get some of these great Welcome Home Beef products on the shelves. And also, if you are here in Starkville, if you're making a trip up here, the Welcome Home Beef food truck is going to be open every day for lunch, 11 to 2. I was up there today. Like I said, they had – here we go. This is maybe – Joel, you know, if let's go the other way now. Okay. All right? Sometimes you got to eat good. you got to get that humble bowl, right? Mm-hmm. But what if I said waffle fries, smoked brisket, nacho cheese, jalapenos? I would say that sounds delicious. That's what they had at the food truck today, among other things. So you just can't go wrong. Best fry, waffle, curly, like like the McDonald's fry. What you uh-huh. got? What's your best fry? I like, I like. I don't mind a curly fry, but I got they got to have some stuff on them. You know, like, like that. Spicy fries, like the Cajun fries. I want some kind of seasoning deal. on them for sure. Like when I go to uh, to, to Five Guys, yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting Cajun fries. Yeah, we get the small order, which as we all know is a four pound sack, and uh, we're going from there. Yeah,
1: I got you off. I'm sorry. I, I just got to think about fries. You did what?
0: Welcome on, beef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that. I one got in. you off track. Yeah. So, call Welcome Home Beef today at 268-8148, that's area code 662, or visit them online, be careful online, at welcomehomebeef.com. Good. All right. Well, Two brothers. Good. It's not good. What? Your brain.
1: No, it's not. You need, you I, need I, to I, cleanse it.
0: <laughs> well, it's too late for that. <laughs> I, I am how I was made, all right? If you got a problem with me take it up with the guy upstairs cuz i didn't i didn't ask for any of this i didn't ask for these powers all right with great power comes great responsibility and at two brothers there's great food and great drinks all sorts of greatness just running around so head over there this weekend if you're going to be in town for baseball head over to the cotton district sit out on the patio cold beer or one of their craft cocktails order some smoked wings some pork rind nachos and one of their delicious burgers They've got you taken care of there with great, great choices up and down the menu. Two Brothers is Southern Smoked Soul Food at its absolute finest here in Starkville. Advantage Business Systems wants you to make one easy decision. There's no need to look at different businesses to find one that can take care of all your needs and one that can take care of your customer service. Both are under one roof at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it for nearly 50 years, so they must be doing something right. Nobody sticks around for that long if they aren't taking care of their customers, and that's exactly what Advantage Business Systems does. They're a great local business working with Mississippians just like you. Find out today how you could have more profits and less problems with Advantage Business Systems. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at... I almost did it. absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right, Joel. Mississippi State basketball very short shelf life on this show for this particular topic. Ten a.m. tip here in Mississippi. Mississippi State versus Kentucky. Uh, I think it's eleven central. Is it eleven central? I believe. Let me check. But keep talking. Where is Nashville? Is it an east central? It's in central?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I I I feel like somebody told me that it was uh it was it was a ten a.m. tip. Well, that somebody was wrong. 11 a.m.? Okay. Huh. Somebody was wrong. But it was me, too. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> you know what? When I'm wrong, I can admit it. Uh, Kentucky already has on their website the time and date for the quarterfinal matchup with Alabama. So they're confident. How confident are you that this is the final game of the season for Mississippi State men's basketball?
1: Uh, not extremely
0: confident. I mean, well, I,
1: I mean... Look, this team should have beat Kentucky. I mean, it's not even could have. They, they, they should have beaten Kentucky earlier. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they do it for 40 minutes again? You know, I mean, I'm not saying that they
0: will. It's not like Kentucky's playing its best basketball right now.
1: No. That Kentucky and played its best basketball all year. And, I mean, look, we're pro- I don't know if we're going to pick the game in a minute or not, but if we did, I'd pick Kentucky to win. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right. it's not a 0% chance. I mean, Mississippi State is good enough, and Kentucky is not – it's absolutely dominant. So if you told me that, I don't know, Muller went out there and hit a few hit a few threes what and, and Toluse Smith was pretty good down low and State ends up getting a win, I mean, I'm not floored. What you
0: sort of have to hope for is that Kentucky, Kentucky knows they have to win the SEC tournament. You have to hope that they don't really know that and that their players who are talented players, they just have not played well this year, don't decide, this is the weekend, let's click and let's make it happen and get ourselves into the NCAA tournament. That's the thing. They have the talent to do that. They have the talent to win four games in a row. Yeah. Um, they need – Mississippi State needs to come – I feel like if State could do sort of what they did in Starkville, get out early, punch them in the mouth, you might get them to say the heck. Roll over with, and quit. This is, Let's just – now that's going to be tough because John Calipari, I mean, he might get tossed again. He certainly won't put up with that from his team. But it's, it's possible. It's possible. Now that said – Any Cinderella run would end the next day. I don't think State has what it takes to beat Alabama. The only thing you can sort of – if you want to play this game, you have to play it like this. They beat Kentucky because Kentucky just didn't care. And then you beat Alabama because they just don't care either. They know they're going to be at worst a two seed.
1: Yeah, go ahead And and
0: get home. Go ahead and get home. Why risk injury? And then you play Arkansas. Who knows they're going to be a three seed. And so maybe you get lucky there. And then I think it's uh, Arkansas would be championship. Okay, Sunday, okay. okay. We well, then I think that,
1: Tennessee would be Tennessee you, or if, Ole Miss,
0: maybe or LSU. Yeah, Tennessee and LSU know they're they're probably in the tournament, but I don't know that for sure. Bottom line is Mississippi State hadn't won four games in a row all year. Neither right. has Kentucky. They have won three games in a row, have they? Or I guess not since conference play started.
1: Yeah, I don't guess they have in conference play. Yeah,
0: I think they did win three in a row. I think earlier. they won all like year. a middle section of the. Uh, well, I don't know that Dayton game was in the middle there. They may not have. good question i I want to say that they did but if only we had a device (laughs) continue talking though
1: um i mean bottom line i do know that neither one of these two teams have won four games in a row so i'm not going to predict it all of a sudden that they will Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean look mississippi state has shown depending on the night this year they can hang and punch with anybody and if you told me that on thursday morning for whatever reason, they showed up and threw a few haymakers in
0: one game. Yeah, I'm not going to be totally shocked. shocked. State has won three games in a row twice this year. The three games before the Dayton game and the three games after the Dayton game. So Six and one stretch. That was nice. That was a six and one stretch. You thought things were good. You beat Georgia to start the year and you think, okay, and then you play Kentucky and it sort of went from there. All right. Yeah, predictions are, are the state's going to lose and this is the end of the season and the clock starts ticking for Ben Hallen. Next year, it's, it's NCAA tournament. Comfortably in the NCAA tournament. I don't even know that being on the bubble all year is good enough.
1: Let's play miracle scenario out here. A okay, they win
0: this darn thing. Okay, what is next year like? Is he? Is it? All remember, of a off
1: the seat? Off the hot Stans- seat? I
0: don't know how hot his seat really was, but Stansbury was in a little bit of a, a a hot seat era, and then he won the SEC tournament, got to the NCAA tournament, but he he missed it. What a, at least one year? The, I think he missed it the year after Jamont Gordon. And then the next year, it didn't look like they were going to make it. So it's going to be two years out. And I mean, that's a time where state's been six of the last eight years. Yeah, and you just sort of expected it. And then they won the twenty the two thousand nine tournament, and that sort of turned things off. So I think, yeah, if you win the tournament and get into the and get into the NCAs, then it, and you just need to build on it. But at the same time, if you go next year and you're not back in, and you bring all these guys back, then yeah, there's going to be some issues. Yeah. So we'll see where it takes us. All right, guys. Have a great Thursday, Joel. and I will be back for a recap of what happens in Nashville today and a preview of the weekend in baseball, or maybe one more basketball game to preview. We'll find out. Have a great one. Talk to you then for Joel T. Coleman. Ooh. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.